Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Schaffer, Brandon Jones, Michael Palmer with you. And today we're talking about Facebook Watch, a new launch of original video series over on the book. But first and foremost, Mike, how are you doing on this Tuesday morning? I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty well, Dan. And I, thank you for calling it the book because I like to call Facebook the oh, book. That was complete homage to you. That was that was thank all. You, yes, sir. yes. Thank you, sir. And we're going to talk about the book. And that reminds me of uh, Brandon's uh, turn of phrase, the tip of the Zuckerberg. So I feel like we got to we got to figure out how to talk about the book. All of those available about. in the uh, glossary over there on the website. Yeah, and talk yeah, about, check out the glossary. This is really just the tip of the Zuckerberg it that sure we're is. talking about today. It so, sure so, 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 Brandon, how are how are you doing? Today? I'm I'm doing well. I'll I'll tell you. I um. I'm, I thought that the fa- that Facebook watch was something you wear on your wrist. Yes. I thought that this was a show about uh, about a timekeeping like wearables. Device. Wearables are high. Wearables, right? I thought he was not. I thought that that, that Zuck said uh, no more video. No. I'm all straight to the wrist. Yeah. Analog. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it turns out it's turns out it's a video. It's service. a video service. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what uh what do you think, Dan? Like what uh you you're by the way, welcome back, Dan. Thank you. Thank We're going to continue sure. to welcome you back. I think just <laughs> Dan, are you having another baby yet? No. Oh, okay. Not, no. That he, yeah. not that he's aware. Yes. 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 I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my bit is, <laughs> is Dan, is your wife pregnant again? That's going to be my, my weekly bit. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Dan, what you like the social media, correct? I do. I do. And uh, you're aware of the book. So it's it's an interesting play here for original programming, and it's uh, specific original program with, programming with partners where they're trying to pay uh, those partner uh, companies, I think, 50% or 60% of the ad revenue from them and make an, a tab specifically for original content. So it breaks a little bit from Facebook Live and Facebook Video that we've all sort of lived with where it comes to our feeds and whether it's a, a company or, or it's your best friend or somebody you knew from high school um, streaming something. Uh, this is a separate tab and it's trying to compete, Mike, with Netflix and, and uh, Hulu and YouTube and all of these places that are uh, continuing to churn out content. Video seems to be king. We've talked about it many times here on the podcast. It's not surprising to me that, that Zuckerberg went this way. I just don't know. It feels like there are so many channels and, and there's still nothing on. That was a Springsteen line, right? Now now we're at a point where there are so many OTTs and so many channels and so many cable channels where I don't know how good content is going to be as we continue to service more and more of it. So as more of these companies do this, I just don't know where the money comes from to support them. But it's Zuckerberg. He's done a great job, obviously, with Facebook. I'm not one to say uh, otherwise. Uh, where do you see it, Mike? Do you see it as the right play for Facebook? Or, or is video you know, gone too far? Is this the play from a year ago and we need to move somewhere else? Well, I mean, if you look at where the dollars are, it's generally around like mobile ad and mobile based advertising. And if you think about how much... Uh, traffic there is on Facebook for uh, mobile users, the amount of time they're spending watching videos is increasing. And I think the actual uh, viewing time, uh, the whole concept of snackable content and, you know, short form, like one, two minutes, I think this is almost a counter trend to that where now longer form content is starting to emerge uh, within Facebook. And I think Zuck, as uh, as Brandon was calling him, uh, is is a smart enough guy to understand that he wants to continue to capitalize on that, and then also, to some extent, um, eat eat some of his competitors' share. So, if you look at what Netflix is doing, uh, Netflix has sort of uh, carved out 
a leadership position in terms of long long form appointment viewing content. You could argue Netflix and uh, HBO. Yep. Probably, you know, in kind of a leadership position Netflix there. Netflix just oh, signed uh, Shonda Rhimes away from ABC. Yeah, that's a big deal. Really? Yeah. I didn't even hear that. That was that's released fair. this morning. Um, yeah, on, uh, last week. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure Zuck has a very clear vision for the exact end game, but he is saying that video is a mega trend. Uh, you know, we talked about micro. This is like the cop, the op- opposite of a micro trend. This is a mega trend. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. I mean, interesting. I didn't even find an article for it, so we may not talk about it. But um, LinkedIn has just uh, opened up its, uh, right. its video. Like you can you can host native video within LinkedIn. And I imagine live is is not far down the road. So this mega trend in some ways, like the big players just need to have a bet on that flavor of the mega trend. And right now, if all Zuck was betting on was short form and live, I think he's worried that that trend may leave Facebook behind if they're not in more of a leadership position in yep. it. So I think it's it's smart as like a defensive play with some potential uh, upside for him. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, the the mega trend, um, the the quote, the rest of that quote was that he sees this on the same order as mobile. Mm-hmm. Like that that's about a, as mega a trend as you can be analogizing to. Sure. Uh, and I forget it, whether it was, I mean, we heard this stat at um, uh, ASU GSV, and I think it was in the Meeker Report as well, but uh, 75% by the, by maybe it's by 2020, it may not be today, but in the very short term, 75% of internet traffic will yep. be to consume video. Yep. yep, just saw the same stat when I was Googling the, the LinkedIn yeah. change. Yep. So I, I think, you know, that's this this trend is there. And the, the Goliath he's trying to take on or, or one is is YouTube, obviously, sure. it's Google joint. Yep. So, um, you know, I think that's uh, time will tell whether or not he is able to. But I, I think this is it's like it's not an emerging trend. It's mm-hmm. like it is how the world consumes content. Right. Uh, is through video. We'll, we'll see. I did. I, I did want to if I can take a second. um Maybe uh, 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 some hilarity will ensue when we talk about what is initially going to be on yes. on Facebook Watch. Sure, on the on the on the book watch. Uh-huh. Um, so they have a, a list of uh, there are a couple dozen um, original programming um, uh, joints that will air. Uh, I think that the the uncharitable way to interpret this is if you're on this list things might not be good for you. So right. like for example, Major League Baseball. Yes. Having problems, I bet I bet ESPN drops Major League Baseball when the contract is up for renewal. Mm-hmm. Cuz I think they spent 5 billion dollars on that contract and it's um it, it eats innings. Mm-hmm. Right? So like it it fills up a lot of airtime that sure. ESPN would be filling with like bowling and bull riding and more but, world series of literally world series ultimate, right. ultimate frisbee is what I ultimate call. frisbee yeah. but um so you got there, there's going to be one game a week live on facebook uh-huh. um and then even worse major league baseball 1225 live a comedic look at baseball with help from the fans My, i've got a hot take i bet that doesn't last <laughs> more than 30 days it's yeah. That's a rough one. That's um, gonna be bad. Uh, let me two, two more, two more, Dan, uh, two more, and then I'll, then I'll, then you can say whatever you want. Seed your time. I might. Um, <laughs> the NBA, the NBA is in. Yes, they are with the WNBA All Access. Well, right. They got so, next. They got next. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think that Facebook Watch might be next. We'll <laughs> see if how how it got it. And then Nas Daily 
Right. Yeah. But not the Nas. No, not the Nas, you know, <laughs> right? He's a, uh, he's a vlogger. He's a vlogger, not the rapper. So yeah. I, I feel like when you've got Nas Daily and it's not the OG, it's not the Nas, you know, <laughs> it's the Nas you're going to know. I feel like that's that this is like this is the the sort of um, kind of uh, quality content yeah. that well, we're getting although, in the book. Although I kind of see the flip side is like, where's trending in education slot? Because I feel like we we could easily it's a weak field we, we could take that there's a <laughs> we, sickly gazelle we could be there. A, a dark horse in here and then who knows maybe we go we go huge you know huge uh but um we'd be the knights of the watch uh mashable has a show coming out as well brennan it's called what's your mutt where they will be dna testing uh dogs to see if they're true breeds or not you are not the father <laughs> that's good um uh, like as this, I, does this, like, it just does re-cement video, right? Like, video as a delivery item, video across all platforms, video as being a way. I, I mentioned uh, to Mike over I am, Brandon, that I don't know if you saw Fox Sports got rid of all writing. Like, foxsports.com is now all video-based. Um, so, you, Ken Rosenthal was let go. He doesn't write on Fox Sports anymore. He's been Facebook posting, actually. All comes together here. Um but they've struggled because of it. They lost out on a lot of coverage. They can't get the video produced in time. Uh, they're having to ask rival sites for content uh, to be able to use on their site in video form. I do agree it's the future, but are we, is this a, 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 a I don't know. I, I, it makes sense for Facebook. I think it's right there, but I'm trying to tie together the, the, I guess, macro trend, the larger trend, how this applies to everything else we look at, the adjacencies, the things we care about here on trending in education, the educational aspect of this all. Um, is it just a doubling down on video as the delivery platform of the future? I don't know. I mean, a little bit of that. I do think there's a certain flavor of live to tape to this as well, where like if you think about Facebook Live, which is a capability that Facebook is pushing pretty hard, and then the way uh, purpose-built on-demand video works within Facebook, it's normally very uh, highly produced. It's a mixture of like the raw Facebook Live, like somebody showing you a live stream of their lunch, and and then like highly produced motion graphics, like high quality ad insert short form. This feels like a an odd in-between Z uh, between those two, but um, it makes sense in that respect where like Facebook's already invested in live. They've invested in live as sort of like a way for people to develop user generated content. This is a way to kind of professionalize that, that mode. And uh, to your point, Brandon, like I imagine there will be lots of sort of, misses with this format with the hope that they catch the next like Chewbacca mom moment yeah. where like something becomes uh, the equivalent of Game of Thrones, you know, in terms of their new programming, just eyeballing what they have out here. I don't think they've quite nailed that yet, yeah. but it's cheap to author and it's cheap to author content. That's going to be higher quality than what they've gotten at a live stream. Right. Like well, I feel like the live stream hasn't really work just yet for them well what's interesting is that they're they are um i think uh taking on a trend that we've we've talked about too which is which is um you know second screening mm -hmm. they're actually trying to to bring the facebook live experience into these sort of more uh highly more highly produced not probably as highly produced as something for uh netflix or game of thrones but more highly produced than what Chewbacca mom recorded on her phone, mm -hmm. they're bringing the feed right there. So yes. like you can choose to watch it absent the feed or you can choose to watch it uh, with the feed. And I think that they're, 
you know, uh, maybe a more charitable view is that they are um, uh, sort of grappling with the, the whole experience of what watching video really is, right? Mm-hmm. And they've, they've gotten a lot of experience of that with their Facebook Live, which I think has been relatively successful. Sure. Um, that, you know, you're no longer a viewer, you are a participant in the experience. The experience is greater than what's, you know, recorded. And obviously, and then there's playback value for all of that. And then there's, you know, people monetizing the ad revenue throughout mm-hmm. throughout all of it. But I think that um, uh, maybe with sticky content and maybe it will be, um, I've got to do one more. I said, maybe Tommy Mack, the master woodworker giving live <laughs> tutorials on how to make furniture. Maybe that is the next. Yeah. He is a game of making thrones. Um, He's probably the Bob Ross of furniture making yeah. in the 21st century. I, and is there it, definitely is a niche to be scratched in furniture making. For sure. But Bob Ross, like painting is more accessible, I think. Yeah. Especially visually. Yeah. Right. You know, like, let me do, let me work this lathe where you can't really see. I'll <laughs> move. Um, I put my fingers. Ah! Right. So it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, but maybe, maybe Tommy Mac. Um, yeah. Um, uh, he'll make you jump. Maybe, maybe uh, Tommy Mac will, will be, will be the next big thing. And they'll have caught fire with, uh, with this. Uh, but the, even if the, this particular content um, isn't, uh, isn't winners, I think that they're going to learn a lot from this new yes. kind of format. It's, it's changing the nature of TV watching. I agree. And I also think Facebook's had good success lately uh, as a second or third mover who sees a competitor emerging with something. Oh yeah. I mean, Insta eating Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat Snapchat is done. And this this is basically the Twitter. This, this was one of Twitter's few angles into the space was what they were doing. Like with NFL, NFL, Yahoo still out there. (laughs) Yeah. Still trying to, trying to be relevant. Yeah. Like once Zuckerberg is like, Oh, Oh, is there something going on over there? Let me just crush the competition yeah. by moving the Well, this the is this is the value it. of controlling the stream, right? Like when yeah. you have all of the eyeballs, like you can do that. You can have Instagram beat Snapchat, which had a huge advantage. For sure. Uh, but you can, you know, probably by ripping off their IP. Right. No, Zuck, I, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm speculating. Open seat. The, Cha- the chairs Elon open. Musk, chairs Elon open. Musk seats yeah. available Elon to- stepped out to use the restroom. The, ch- the chair is open briefly. So, um, Chan Zuckerberg, too. Like, yeah, you can bring, can bring, bring a second the lady, chair. Lady and Brewer could come. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be great. Well, nah, party. just two of them. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But, um, yeah, they, they won. They can afford because they have the, the stream. They actually can afford to be a second mover. They are a third mover. They also can afford to miss. Like, that's, yeah. you know, when you think about Google the Glass Yankees. or like, you know, some of the other things where, um, uh, Facebook example is not coming to mind, but one of one of you two can I'm sure think of one. But like the there there can be pretty big misses where they're just they're just like sloughing off a billion dollar investment, and they're like, mm, well, we got some good learning out of that. Well, I mean, like Facebook Eats, for example. No, that never happened. No, Facebook, e- e- but that might, yeah. that might come. Like, yeah. they, like honestly, if they wanted to crush Seamless, they could just be like, yeah, you know, we decided. To just because they also have right. they're making so much money yeah already yeah that they, and they're just they have it's the attention economy is what I always come back to it's like they have the eyeballs they have the learn balls the learn balls and we didn't even talk about learning on this uh, any of these these you're very interested in the new programming well, I, I just I just sorry go ahead Dan no I, what I'm intrigued by and what I will learn from this is uh, we talked about sports and NFL on Twitter. One of the problems I had with that was latency, right? So I'm I'm streaming on Twitter, trying to 
follow along, but tweets are already ahead of the game on Twitter because it's behind broadcast television. Yep. So can Facebook, um, you know, figure that out with Major League Baseball or with the sport, you know, get latency down to a point where um, I feel comfortable watching as if I'm watching live, not five seconds behind live. Um, and further, does this continue the ball moving of cutting the cord, you know, like getting, getting rid of TV and really moving away from caring when broadcast is going and watching just on Facebook or just on Twitter or one of these. That's what I'm intrigued by as this live on the internet really picks up, especially on these platforms like Twitter and on Facebook. Yeah, I think, I think that is going to be interesting The you know, there's, is this technology just now possible or is it not quite yet possible? Right. Like to your point about the, tweets um, preceding the feed like that's a bad user experience particularly for something like sports or yep. you know go like we like that's a, that's a kind of a bummer spoil yeah you you've got been, you've been you, spoiled you've been spoiled yeah um but that's a, that's a callback to our <laughs> other show um but the uh uh I, I think that on the learning front i i think that you know what i was just riffing on a little bit about um changing the nature of watching the idea of yeah um you know Children spend so much of their time in a passive capacity mm-hmm. in the classroom, in the home. Um, and, you know, I, I think that there's uh, not I think there's literature that shows that being an active learner helps you with retention mm-hmm. and uh, actual problem solving skills. I, I'm interested in seeing the learning application of that. And obviously we do a lot of uh, of our own Facebook live events or, sure. you know, we publish to Facebook. We do you know, a lot of live uh, video classroom uh, experiences here at Kaplan. But I, I do wonder um, what we're going to all learn collectively and or even if that people have that experience more regularly on Facebook, does that open them up to that kind of learning mm-hmm. in, you know, in other channels? Yeah, I'm right there with you because like it does seem like moving towards interactive uh, IP based television, which is kind of what this is, yeah. opens up for the learning use case that that's kind of what virtual classrooms were doing anyway they were a way to deliver at least webcam and audio plus interactive components now we're saying social media facebook is going to be a way in which you receive the same kind of feed you would get from television the interactive components are all built built into their platform mm-hmm. already i just think there's a real opportunity for engagement and then i also uh, thinking about it from the advertising perspective, uh, as you start to mine that engagement data to serve even better ads, that's similar to what we try to understand from a learning perspective. Like when someone begins to engage or asks an interesting question about a particular thing, it makes us better at serving them the next sort of learning object. It does feel like we're entering into this new era where like smart instructional design paired with like a really clever and sort of uh, forward facing orientation towards show running and content development um, is going to open up some real opportunities, I yeah. think. You know? Yeah, I think that the if I if I could cite a concern, I think that the concern from a learning perspective is that what's going to drive this experience, the UX of this experience is ad revenue. Right. And so advertisers going to want to make sure that their ads get seen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I wonder if you think about you're working with a pretty small canvas when you're thinking about just a traditional, you know, iPhone mm-hmm. six or seven. Sure. Um, how much of that space? And this is something that you and your team that we sort of collectively grapple with. Like, mm-hmm. how are we using the real estate? But right. 
you know, if our, our primary purpose is learning. So how do we maximize learning using the real estate? And, and that's, you know, not an easy task to solve and one I think we've done well grappling with. Right. But, um, you know, if your primary motivation is how do you maximize ad revenue, like you're probably making some different choices or you may be making some different choices in terms of how much space you're giving to the video or the chat role or the whatever. Right, right, right. Um, that I wonder if, you know, since learning isn't really their KPI, their key performance indicator, like I wonder how much, what sort of other branches we may branch off uh, of uh, from through this experience. Yeah, it's an interesting point because I wonder how much it's a both end as well, though. like how much there's an overlap between what good learning experiences are about and what good like ad revenue generating experiences are about. Because like it, at the end of the day, Stickiness. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The, it's the yeah. attention economy and then like getting people to engage. It's so leaving. Like, yeah, right. all those types of things. So um, it's interesting. I think we're in an interesting spot uh, trying to navigate the, the, the mega trends of learning and media. Because mm-hmm. I think both, both of them are significant trends. Because I would, even though the Zuck didn't necessarily talk about, uh, you know, always be learning and some of these sort of macro trends, mega trends that we're talking about around learning, I actually think we are entering into a golden age for learners. Yeah, I think he, I think he does too. It's, it wasn't in this article, but I, I think he thinks that. And I think you know through CZI, the Chan Zuckerberg sure. in, uh, Initiative Institute. I always get the I wrong. There is there is no I in CZI. Yes, There's no yes. many CZI. Yeah, but um, like he obviously cares a ton about equality and sure. equity and access mm-hmm. and um, education. Um, so I, I uh, he and she I should say I think that's um, you know I, I imagine those thoughts are pretty top of mind for him as he thinks about watch as well. Which might might ex- you know which is why he may not and like he and i may see this similarly <laughs> where like like i don't think we're necessarily looking at adver- either advertising or learning you know i think it gets tricky more around trust where like if you are That's served it. ads you no longer are necessarily trusting that the folks on the other side really right. are trying to advance you as right. a learner but i think if that can be navigated effectively uh, also i imagine It'd be interesting to see whether some pay services emerge around this through Facebook or whether it's all free and advertising powered. But uh, uh, I don't really know how it's going to play forward. I do think learning will be uh, an interesting piece. I think those are a couple of great points there about paying for video on Facebook. Like we've seen, you can pay on YouTube and Hulu and Netflix and all those things, obviously. Um, I found it interesting on Facebook Live that they'll insert ads in the middle of it, which I think is very frustrating from a user perspective that all of a sudden I'm watching a Facebook Live, maybe it's a news stream, maybe it's whatever, and I get a 30-second ad that I can't get out of, like I, I can't do anything with. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I thought about here, as Brandon was talking about, you know, kids and passive learning when you're younger and that sort of thing, Facebook still is 13 and older. Like, so Facebook from a video content perspective misses out on a gigantic demographic here um, that I wonder if in time will change because of this video, because of this content strategy, because of needing more eyeballs earlier in life. Mm-hmm. But I do not have an answer for that. I am not Mark Zuckerberg. Well, and you're becoming more and more expert on uh, on early early life. Which is true. Third child, uh, child in the, hu- in is the your household. Wife, is your wife pregnant again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awkward. Um, yeah. But yes. uh, nonetheless, a uh, great episode. Uh, any last thoughts, gents, before we say so long for this episode of Trending in Education? Uh, it's good to have you back uh, there, Dano. Likewise. Uh, you know, Absolutely. Dano Appreciate is, it. Uh, 
and uh, and we love the, the book. So the book is intriguing to us. So we'll probably come back to it later. Absolutely. Find us on Twitter at Trending in Ed, on Facebook at the same, and trendinged.com. Uh, until next time, thanks so much for listening to Trending in Education.